I'm Randy Miller and welcome to podcast number one, the inaugural podcast for Win the Day. And we are coming to you from Owensboro, Kentucky, where uh, Pastor Mike Morris and his family pastor the First Church of the Nazarene in Owensboro, Kentucky. Welcome to the inaugural Win the Day podcast. Wow. Hey, if you're going to have a test dummy, I'm your, I'm your guy. Let's do this. All right. Well, let's jump in the pool. Uh, these podcasts are meant to help Christians deepen their relationship with Jesus Christ. So uh, there actually will be two of them uh, that we will do with each guest. And the first one will have to do with the problem. The problem being many Christians have a superficial or fringe relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, and we're going to do the deep dive into that. And then the next podcast we do with each of our guests will be what I will call the solution, which is, okay, what are some ways that Christians can deepen their relationship with Jesus Christ? So first of all, uh, uh, welcome to our podcast. Let me ask you the question mm -hmm. so that we can do the deep dive here. Uh, why do some Christians... Uh, have a fringe, I'll call it a fringe relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, take it from there. Well, uh, a few things. Uh, first of all, the listeners need to know that I got this question in advance. Um, so I'm not I'm not smart enough or sharp enough to have my list that I'm, I'm going to be sharing <laughs> on the fly. Uh, so I've had a chance to kind of think through this. Uh, you know, I think first we have seen a shift in culture um, particularly in America, uh, you know, 30 years ago when I started in ministry, I, I think I saw a, a poll where uh, the top three respected occupations were policemen, teacher, pastors. Today in 2023, I don't know that those three would make the top 10. Um, well, I what think do you think it, that's attributed to? Um, a lot of things. Um, failures moral failures uh, of people in those industries, but also those three represent authority. And uh, we have we have shifted in our culture to where um, I don't want you to tell me what I should be doing or what I need to be doing. Uh, it's just me and I want to do what makes me happy. And so I'll just... Uh, I don't want any kind of authority over me. And so I think there's there's been a shift in culture that we've seen that in the last 30 years. Um, now, as far as the question, I'm a, I'm a list guy. Uh, I, I'm a type A list maker. And when my lists have lists, boy, I get excited. Uh, <laughs> my to-do list, I love putting together my to-do list because then I can check it off. And I, so I love to add things to my to-do list. So yeah. the things that, that I've made a list. So you and I have not talked about my list uh, because we wanted this to be uh, kind of real and just a car. And I, I think about this podcast uh, as we are here, we're sitting around at my dining room table, uh, drinking a cup of coffee and just Two friends having a conversation. Yeah. Uh, and so that's kind of the idea that I had behind this. Uh, but I made a list, and this is in no particular order. This is just the list that I put it in. Uh, but I really think the question is um, superficial Christianity versus sacrificial Christianity. Uh, and so I'm assuming in this first podcast, we're going to talk about superficial Christianity 
Uh, and then in the second podcast, we'll talk about sacrificial uh, Christianity. But I have, in my in my thinking through this over the last couple of days, I've come up with a list of seven habits of superficial Christianity or superficial faith. Um, when I talk about habits, I'm talking about discipline. I'm talking about routine, um, things that we do daily. Um, and so uh, we're just going to jump in. I've got my list of seven here. Uh, <laughs> He's got his list. I've got my list. I'm a list guy. I That's love right. my list. That's right. All right. <clears throat> so, so the first, and again, th- these are in no particular order. Okay. Um, but I think one habit of superficial Christianity is a selective interpretation of Scripture. Uh, and people, by that, people have been doing that for generations. Oh, absolutely, they? absolutely. But I think that is a hallmark of superficial Christianity. Oh. It's almost uh, like a fortune cookie Christianity. You know, you eat a, eat a good Chinese meal, you get your fortune cookie, you open up, you read it. Hey, that's what I needed. Fold it up, and you're you're off. Yeah. Um, I think superficial Christianity uh, often involves cherry picking scripture. Uh, that align with their personal beliefs, uh, their desires, uh, while ignoring kind of the broader context and teaching of, of, of Scripture. And so I think the first habit, the first uh, uh, discipline, if you will, of superficial Christianity is just a selective interpretation of Scripture. Um, the second habit, because I had my list and I had seven. <laughs> Uh, Seven's my favorite number. Well, there, there you go. Yeah. So I have seven for the next one, too. The next awesome. podcast, too. So um, the second habit, I think, is a it's a lack of discipleship and spiritual growth. Um, I don't think superficial Christians um, prioritize growth in their faith um, or actively seek a deeper relationship with God. Um, Does that include a lack of uh, uh, being with the body? And, and um, when I say the body, I'm talking about the church. Doesn't yes. have to be a church, but the church. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, we are meant to grow. Um, at the rec- time of this recording of the podcast, uh, we found out recently that we're going to be grandparents. And so my daughter is carrying my grandson. Uh, when he comes... Uh, in January, there's going to be celebration, and Cooper is going to be spoiled. Just he just is. Uh, but we will celebrate his birth. But if six months from then, nine months from then, a year from then, he's still six pounds, not hitting any benchmarks, not growing. Oh, we'll be flying all over the country. Do we need to go to Vanderbilt? Do we need to go to the Mayo Clinic? Where do we need to go? Because he's not growing. Um, That same attitude needs to be occurring in our Christians when when they're first saved. You know, hey, they're a baby Christian. Let's celebrate that. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's enjoy that. Let's celebrate what God's doing in their life. But there needs to be growth. There needs to be spiritual growth. I am further along uh, in my spiritual growth today than I was 30 years ago when I started ministry. But next week, I better be further along. Yeah. Next year. You know, it's... It, it, uh, I think some people look at it as like there's some end point where, hey, okay, I'm there, I'm great. And it's not that way at all, which is it's countercultural. Yeah. 
You know, uh, it's 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 discipleship. It's spiritual growth. It's 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 continually having this attitude of wanting to develop my relationship. You know, you can even use it in a in a dating idea. You know, when I when I dated my wife, I wanted to be with her. I wanted our relationship to grow. I wanted I wanted that interaction. And yeah. so, yeah. I think superficial Christianity, a superficial faith, uh, just has a a lack of discipleship and a lack of uh, spiritual growth. Um, number three, this this one, I need to expand a little bit on this one, uh, but I think one of the habits is hypocrisy. Um, superficial Christians um, display a disconnect uh, between their believer status and their life status. Meaning, hey, I'll come in on Sunday and I'll put on the mask, mm-hmm. Praise God, Amen, Hallelujah, Pastor. Good message, and then leave the doors, and nothing's changed. They don't walk the talk. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's worse than than the talk. Um, there's no transformation. Mm. There's no uh, there's no growth in, in that area, and so um, which I, makes it superficial. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so I think hypocrisy, and I think that's one of the reasons. Uh, when culture looks at Christians and they see the hypocrisy, you know, hey, you know, my boss says that he goes to church and he's a he's a deacon at his church or he serves on his church board and yet he's cutting quarters on Monday, he's cursing out employees that afternoon, yeah. uh, you know, his his life doesn't line up, um, and so I th- I think that. I think hypocrisy is also a habit of superficial Christianity. Yeah. Um, and then also continuing with that idea, number four, um, I think there's a self-centeredness of superficial Christianity. Um, by focusing just on my personal needs, my personal desires, um, I want to go to church on Sunday. I want to hear, uh, as we've talked about this week, um, three songs, a prayer, a message, and you know, hey, I feel good and and leave. Yeah, and, we got our dose for the week. Exactly, yeah. and, and and we're done. And so yeah. there, there's a there's a self centeredness habit to superficial Christianity, um, and it it almost prioritizes uh, uh, material blessings or uh, personal comfort over sacrificial love and compassion for others. And so uh, I, I think that's a very very strong habit. Uh, in the idea of people who have a sacrificial or a, a superficial uh, Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, and you know, this is something we've seen in our own denomination. I know this is going to be a, this is a non-denominational podcast, but in my denomination, uh, the Nazarene denomination, um, legalism. Uh, legalism uh, is a huge habit for those who are superficial in their faith. Um they become overly focused on uh, following rules and uh, traditions, and and almost with 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 my uh, personality, where I'm a list guy. Hey, give me my list of things to do, and I can check it off and and then be done. And uh, that that um, that legalistic attitude that places such an overemphasis on outward appearance. Um, Instead of cultivating a genuine relationship with God, uh, I mean, those two are so 
in contrast with each other and super, superficial Christianity. Well, and that's why there's the Old yes. Testament and the New Testament because the Old Testament basically is legalism. Yes. And the New Testament is uh, freedom from sin through Jesus Christ. So, Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, and it's sad that it still is happening today. It is. It is. And we have to be aware of it. You know, we're not going to accidentally walk into growth and grace and faith. Yeah. It's not going to accidentally happen. Yeah. We have to be intentional uh, with it. Uh, number six on my list uh, for habits of um, superficial Christianity or superficial faith uh, is just a lack of involvement in community. Uh, community. When you say community, are you talking about the church or the community as in the community you live in? Both. <clears throat> okay. I'm talking about, the, you know, yes, our community in a broader sense, but also in the local church setting. Um, so you're saying there's still a place for the local church? Oh, absolutely. Uh, again, the superficial Christian will come in on Sunday, sing a few songs, put a buck or two in the offering plate, have a prayer, hear a message, give the pastor an attaboy on the, on the way out, yeah. and no interaction whatsoever. I think superficial Christians don't understand the power of the of presence. You know, it took me a long time in ministry to understand the power of presence. I thought I had to be the answer guy. I had I thought I had to be the the person who had all the answers. Well, and, and, the and right a lot things. of people put their pastor, whoever that is, uh, put a pastor up on a pedestal, thinking, "Well, he is the answer guy," yeah. which is why I go. Yeah, but he really isn't no, the answer guy. Not, you're not, just not at all. you're just the messenger for yes. the real answer. Absolutely. Guy. And, and it took me a while to understand just the power of presence, the 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 calm, the the I'm here. So superficial Christians think that they just go to church for themselves, mm -hmm. but actually. You go to church for that person that's sitting next to you, that person that's sitting in front of you, behind you. Uh, you may be on the mountaintop. Well, I guarantee you there's someone in that church that's in the valley and they need your presence. They need your your ability to come alongside them. And so when we have this such narrow focus on community, when we have this narrow focus of church where it's just about me and mine and, and what, am I, what am I going to get out of it, uh, you, you lose the depth and breadth of community. There is something about gathering uh, with fellow believers. There's something about gathering together and loving each other. Um, and and he, here's what I would say, particularly in my church. Uh, we are not a perfect church. If it was perfect, and I tell my church this often, if it was perfect, not only could I not be the pastor, I couldn't even walk through the doors. And so... Um, this idea of family, this idea of community, this idea of I'm here for you and you're here for me and, and iron sharpens iron and we're going to grow together, we're going to deepen our walk together. Uh, that is a powerful, powerful, uh, and I don't think it's accident that God no, created no, us. No. To be in community, God yeah, created yeah. us to to desire to to be to be together. Now, and we found that out through the pandemic. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I I absolutely hated talking to an empty sanctuary. Yeah. You know, we we videoed our services, and in fact, uh, one of the Sundays, I just took pictures of my church folks and put them where they sit because they all sit in the same place. You know, <laughs> but I put pictures just so I could have that that interaction. Oh. You know, and so. So it sounds like pastors had a difficult time 
Oh, with that as well as just the, the you know, Joe and Nancy lunch bucket. Absolutely. Now, I will say um, we could have complained and, and griped and fussed and write social media posts about all this and we don't like this and that. Yeah. Um, I chose and talked with our leadership. Let's, let's look at this as an opportunity. First of all, this is an opportunity for us to get rid of sacred cows. We're able to rethink things. Uh, but we had shirts that made, made up that said, uh, Owensboro First has left the building. We're the church without walls. And so we looked for ways that we could impact our community outside of the, the physical structure of the church. And the church actually started working as the church. And so that's uh, cool. Again, superficial Christians, they, they just don't understand community. It's, it's, it's just non-functioning in their life. Okay. Uh, and then finally, number seven, we've made it this far. Thank you if you're still listening. Uh, <laughs> and again, this is not in any particular order, but I think a shallow prayer life is a habit for superficial Christians. What do you mean by shallow? Um, maybe it's just a checklist. I prayed this morning. I prayed at night. I said a couple sentences before my meal, um, but not that deep, quiet time where we turn everything off, where we, we're reading scripture, we're, we're, we're at the altar. Uh, I've got people in my church that will call me and say, hey, can you open up the church at noon? I'm going to come in on my lunch break and pray. I'm like, absolutely. And if I can't do it, I will find someone who can come in. Um, there is just something about our connection with God that um, if you're just relying on a Sunday morning to get you through the week, I'll just say, I'm not strong enough for that. I, I need that, that, that connection every day. It, it has got to be a habit uh, of connecting with, with God. And so people that, that have a superficial Christianity, um, it's a very, very shallow prayer life. Um, you know, hey, the pastor will pray for me and, and I will get that on Sunday morning. And, and then again, you know, we, we have seen the definition of an attender change. You know, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. at least, we, or further than that, when I grew up, we were at the church every time the doors were open, yeah. whether it was Sunday morning, Sunday yeah. night, Wednesday yeah. night. I remember when teachers did not give homework on Wednesday night because everybody went to church. Wow. Um, Boy, times have changed. Oh, it, it absolutely has. In fact, uh, and I, I forget Gallup, Pew, uh, or who ha- what I read recently, but the, the idea of a regular attender is like two out of four Sundays a month, which... Um, Yes, I'm glad you're going. I'm thankful for that. But uh, it is hard to deepen that walk and that relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're just showing up at the church building, uh, worshiping with folks two days out of the month, yeah. you know, there's a reason that God gave the Israelites manna every day. It wasn't because that's all he could do. God could give them enough for the entire month. Yeah but he wanted them to rely on him every day. And so mm-hmm. um, we've got to have a strong prayer life. We have to have a strong uh, connection with, with God. And so number seven, I think the, the, the biggest habit uh, of a, or 
the 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 way that superficial Christianity is seen or, or felt is through a shallow prayer life. Um, we just have to have that connection. Yeah. So yeah. that's Pastor Mike Morris. He is pastor at uh, First Truth of Nazarene in Owensboro, Kentucky. And you'll want to listen to the next podcast because. All of our podcasts are actually two podcasts that we do with our guests. And the first podcast talks about the problem. The second podcast will talk about the solution on how you can improve your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Randy Miller on this end. Thank you, Mike, for joining us Thank today. you for allowing me to be on this inaugural podcast. You're very welcome. And we are reminding you to win the day with Christ.